Welcome to the AHC podcast. Join us in conversation with experts, thought leaders and colourful characters in the hairdressing industry and beyond. We'll be discussing stories and ideas to inspire, educate and entertain you and most importantly, to help grow your business. If you'd like to listen to more AHC podcasts, you can find them on Spotify or Apple under the Australian Hairdressing Council. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi everyone, it's Sandy Chong here from the Australian Hairdressing Council and I have to say, Tash, it's great to have you back. Thanks for checking in again with the Australian Hairdressing Council on e-invoicing. So everyone, um, I'm going to introduce you to uh, Natasha Ballot and we're going to talk about e-invoicing for small business. And I know that we did have a chat about this last June, but we thought we just might touch base again because it's so important. And I know that even in our industry, We've had actually a few of our members get hacked recently. So mm. um, hi, Tash. Good to have you back. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Sandy. Um, I'm going to look down because I've got a I've got a number of questions. <laughs> but anyway, hi. Thanks again for coming back on with the AHC. So um, the interesting thing is, like, this is very timely because, you know, last month was Cybersecurity Awareness Month and as well as uh, New South Wales Small Business Month. So, um Tell us, give us a little bit more of an update, I guess, on what's happening. And I think, um, Sandy, you're absolutely right. This is very, very timely. There's been a huge focus on cybersecurity um, awareness just because of last month. Um, but actually more, you know, just just broadly, you know, we're still hearing horror stories of small businesses that are um, being hit by online scammers, intercepting invoices, changing those bank details. Um, so they get paid and that's the online scammers rather than those small businesses. Um, and you said you've just heard of some recent horror stories. As you know, we did it. We've done a bit of work in the Hunter just in the last few months um, when we launched Australia's first invoicing regional hub um, and talking to some small businesses um, with that in, in that work. You know, I heard one story about a tradee who had uh, a $10,000 invoice that was intercepted. The banking details changed um, and his customer paid the online fraudsters. And as you can imagine, refused to then pay that same invoice for a second time. Um, Another story recently out of Melbourne, there was... um, randomly a bowling club had an invoice sent into their inbox for $120,000. Hackers then got into that inbox. They deleted that in, that email with the invoice, the PDF invoice, and they replaced it with a near identical one, but of course with um, changed bank details. So of course that poor bowling club used all of its um, its funds, its reserves to pay those, those online hackers instead. And these are just some of the losses that we've been hearing about and make up the almost, I think it's almost $200 million a year, Sandy, that's being lost to online fraudsters. Um, And with every year, that number just grows. Uh, Look, it's, you know, it's so alarming when you actually see the data on this. And, you know, I know this is not about invoicing, but even my own personal credit card was hacked um, in the last you know, sort of um, last week, there's two transactions that have been put through. They've they've um, cancelled my card straight away, which is great. But then another transaction went through on my new card. 
And so, you know, I think that there would be very few of us at the moment who are not victims of a scam or victims of being hacked. So, Tash, Mm. what are your thoughts on, well, how can small business actually protect themselves better? Um, Well, Sandy, look, it's not as difficult as one might think. And and this was some of the key messages that were coming out from last month's Cyber Awareness Month. Uh, Basically, they're giving four very um, brief, short um, points to sort of help support small businesses. The first one with your devices, make sure they're up to date, you know, update them regularly. Um, turning on multi, multi, um, authentic, multi, let me start again, multi-factor authentication. That's a mouthful first thing in the morning. Um, make sure that you've turned it on wherever you can. Um, your important files, back them up, always um, back up those important files. And something that I've started doing quite recently is using a password manager. So um, this is, there are a, a number of um, very secure password managers out there that you can choose. Um, both within your business and obviously um, for yourselves personally. Um, Now, in terms of protecting yourself from invoice um, scammers, um, as you know, of course, we've got e-invoicing. And, you know, just to recap on um, the discussion that we had earlier this year, um, e-invoicing is the new standardised way to send and receive um, invoices via a secure network. Um, Access to that secure network is built into accounting software um, so that the invoice can be exchanged directly between a buyer and supplier's um, accounting systems. Um, It doesn't matter what software is being used um, as long as both parties, the the buyer and the supplier, are connected um, to the secure network. And the great news is connecting to that secure network is very easy. Uh, You just do it via your accounting software. Um, And um, again, talking of good news, most accounting software, small business accounting software, has now been e-invoicing enabled. So with e-invoicing, once that um, e-invoice has been sent, it just shows up automatically in the receiver's uh, accounting software ready um, to be checked, approved and paid just as they're doing today. So really it is that sending of the invoice through the um, the secure network. And as we know, Sandy, most small businesses today are actually sending their um, invoices via email PDF, which means it means a couple of things. It means when you're receiving them, um, you or your bookkeeper is then having to manually rekey that information um, into your uh, business accounting software. And of course, um, that email leaves you uh, vulnerable to online hackers, you know, intercepting that email and obviously changing those bank details. With the invoicing, neither of these things actually happen. Um, those email PDFs, um, in fact, with the invoicing, um, because um, you are sending it through that via secure network and it's arriving in um, in the uh, receivers or these um, buyers accounting software, it means they don't need to manually rekey that um, data into um, their accounting software. And of course, they're no longer vulnerable to email scams because there is no email. Um, and, you know, I sort of always leave a bit of a pregnant pause there because it takes businesses, small businesses, a bit of time to get their heads around. So how am I sending this again? So where am I emailing it to? 
No, e-invoicing is no longer sending an email PDF. It's about sending that invoice data through the secure network via your accounting software. That's amazing. So no more PDF invoices, no more re-keying and feeling vulnerable when you do see an email with an invoice there if you're sending one as well. So Mm. how does this work? Oh, I know it sounds, look, there's a lot of smarts going on in in the background. Um, But I think the easiest way for me to describe it is um, using a mobile phone analogy. Everybody's got a mobile phone. Um, We use it multiple times a day. We don't really even think about it. So at a high level, um, when you use your mobile phone, um, you and the person that you're calling um, are Uh, You you need a telecoms provider, whether that's Optus or Telstra, and um, those um, supply or those providers need to be connected to the telephone network. Exactly the same concept applies to e-invoicing. To connect to the network, again, you need a provider, um, but in e-invoicing's case, it's known as an access point. Um, And as I said, most, um, and I should say, you need an access point, but so does your trading partner, the person or the business that you're sending and receiving invoices with. As with the mobile phone network, you both need to be connected to the network using a provider, the same as with e-invoicing. And as I said, most of the accounting software um, for small businesses is already enabled. And to connect to the network through your software only takes uh, a couple of minutes. It's a very quick and easy process. Um, And with mobile phone um, calls, we obviously use a telephone number to direct the call to the person that you want to call to. Similarly, with e-invoicing, we use um, the business ABN to direct the invoice to the correct business. Okay. So I think by, you know, by using those examples, it certainly makes um, makes it uh, easier, I guess, for us to relate as a small business. It helps us to relate to how it works. Okay. So I I know that we talked in detail about the benefits of e-invoicing in our last podcast okay but can you just run through them again just very briefly look as I said so with the invoicing it will save you time and money so when you receive the invoice you don't need to um, manually rekey or uh, scan that information into your accounting software because it shows up automatically Um, uh, and you don't need to fix any errors um, as a result um, of rekeying that information into your software. Often um, mistakes are made. You know, it's it's often human error. Those mistakes are made, and it de- it delays the whole invoice processing process, which of course delays payment. Um, so when you send an invoice, um, you won't need to um, chase overdue or lost invoices. Uh, again, it goes straight into the accounting software. So no more listening to those sort of uh, well-used um, um, uh, responses around, you know, um, oh, I didn't get your invoice. Can you send it again? Those excuses. So um, hopefully um, you won't have to hear those excuses anymore. Um, in terms of um, cost, our research shows that e-invoicing is around a third, three times cheaper than um, the traditional um, invoicing process. And get this, it can save you up to uh, 11 days 
um, a year on invoicing processing um, and 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 you know cr- creating and processing those invoices, which for s- small businesses who, as we know, and you'll know this, mm-hmm. they're all um, they're all time poor. Um, imagine not having to give up or, um, or, or getting eleven days back in your year when you don't have to do that invoice processing. So, I mean, I think that all sounds really good. And I know that when we first spoke originally, I mean, we immediately made my business um, and also the association to the AHC, we have e-invoicing. And um, because I can see so much value in protecting yourself, um, especially when it comes to cybersecurity at the moment. So, um, you know, for our Mm -hmm. listeners and for our members, so, um, and I've made all these notes here. So how can they get started? What is it that they need to do? It's, again, it's a quick and easy process, Sandy. So um, look, three stages. Um, Get ready. Think about, I mentioned um, the ABN, which you use to direct the invoice to the correct, um, your your correct trading partner, the correct business. Um, Make sure that you're starting to add your um, customers' ABNs to their client records within their accounting software. And think about, um, you know, um, how your uh, approval and payment processes may have to change um, as a result of e-invoices. Uh, invoicing. Um, Then you just need to register to connect to the network. Um, And again, you do this through your accounting software. Just follow your uh, accounting software provider's steps. Um, And again, it should only take a couple of minutes. Um, If you don't use accounting software, you can still use e-invoicing. There are a number of products out there that you can sign up with um, that will give you that access to that same functionality without having to use accounting software. And we've actually got a list of those products up on our website, along with all of the other e-invoicing information. Um, you just need to go to ato.gov.au forward slash e-invoicing. And then all you need to do is start. So, um, Sandy, it's like most things, change can be scary. And I actually met somebody in the Hunter recently, a, a quite big um, a business association who, like you, had become e-invoicing enabled. Um, and they were ready to send their first e-invoice and their fingers hovered over that send button. They couldn't do it. They, they were nervous. It was that making, taking that first step. Um, you know, they were scared it was going to blow up or something. Um, but all and my advice to them was, look, look, just give it a go. Start small. Talk to one of your trading partners with whom you want to exchange e-invoices with. Make sure if they're receiving your e-invoice that they're registered and then give it a go. Hit that send button, I can almost guarantee your system won't blow up. It will go through smoothly and you can start to get some of those benefits around saving time and money, the security benefits. And the one I should have touched on as well is you'll get paid faster because you're streamlining that whole end-to-end invoicing process. You're eliminating that manual rekeying. The invoice processing will be faster, which means you should get paid on time, if not faster. I mean, that sounds um, so worthwhile. I mean, obviously, the cybersecurity, the saving time, and also, you know, when it comes to being paid as well. So I've just written some notes down here while you've been talking. Um, and, um, you know, what I've, what I've got down here is to make sure that you include invo- e-invoicing and to remember to be cyber-wise, okay, and don't compromise, like boost your personal. And also, I guess, your, you know, when it comes to cybersecurity, just some things that I've written down as tips are updating your devices regularly, 
um, turning on multi-factor authentication. You said that better than I did. (laughs) (laughs) Backing up your important files and using passphrases and password managers as well, very important. And, um, you know, connect to e-invoicing. So it streamlines your invoice processes. You get paid faster and also, you know, it keeps you safer online. And I think, as I said, we can all agree that that is a huge concern, you know, in business, in our industry, even personally, just being hacked and, you know, like someone's got my credit card details at the moment, which does not make me happy. I'm worried they're going to spend more than me. But, you know, um, (laughs) Is that possible? But, you know, just uh, we have to put these things in place. So thank you again, Tash, for coming on board, Mm. just giving us an update. You know, I hope that every one of our members and also their suppliers, you know, really embrace e-invoicing ASAP before we have another horror story to tell you about one of our members being hacked. So thanks. I hope that day never comes, Sandy. (laughs) Me too. Thanks again. Oh,